This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie here with tonight's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. It's time for our new content. Um, we have reached the second day of our final week of second chance tournament thingies. And Champions Wildcard does start next week. I just want to get that out of the way. I just saw something about it online. Also, before we get into tonight's game, I do want to address what happened on Friday. I know I'd made mention of it while we were here. But for those who don't know or maybe missed my coverage on Friday, there was a little error in the episode where the wrong contestant was allowed to select the first clue. Ken went back very quickly and corrected it. And it didn't end up affecting anything, but people are kind of going ballistic over it in in a way and making it look like Ken's the bad guy and, that, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing and calling it unprofessional and all that kind of stuff. But it did come out on Inside Jeopardy that that mess up was on the producers, not on Ken. Ken was just taking directions from the invisible people behind the scenes. I say invisible not to be rude, but because we, like, don't actually see them or anything that I'm aware of. At least not from this end. So basically what had happened is there's this little light that the hosts can look at to tell them whose turn it is to select. That light indicated the wrong player. Because they had changed the rules of the tournament slightly. And the light was just not playing ball with them. It wasn't cooperating. So it indicated the wrong contestant. It was, like I said, it was very quickly rectified. It wouldn't have really affected anything anyway. But that's that's what happened. And people are kind of upset over it for really no good reason. And I just wanted to address that and let you guys know that it was a technical error and not, you know, a conscious or even an unconscious blunder solely on the host. It was a blunder on the back end of things. So with that out of the way... Let us go on to today's game and start by meeting our players. We had Ollie, David, and McCall or something like that. I don't want to mess that up. It's basically spelled like Michelle with an A in place of the E. And I don't want to butcher it. But... This, this was a good game. Um, lead changes were frequent. It, control of the board bounced between all of the contestants. Um, Ollie was the one I really remember. 
I don't remember who he played against or anything like that. I remember him because of his accent. You don't really see a whole lot of British sounding people on Jeopardy. And I'm not saying that to be rude, but it's just... It's not something you see. So, yeah, there's there's definitely that. The other two I remember exactly nothing about. Season 37 was just not a time for me to be remembering contestants, I guess. And it's not anything they did. It's just the way that season played out with everything that happened. But Ollie and David were the ones to land the Daily Doubles. Only one of which I believe was answered incorrectly. But Final Jeopardy was the real game determiner here. Because it was so tight. David and our friendly contestant whose name I'm not going to attempt to pronounce again because I might screw it up. Um... Both of those who got it right, Ollie missed it. But it was our friend with the unpronounceable name. Well, not unpronounceable, but unpronounceable for me because I am I live in abject horror of screwing up someone's name. Who came from behind due to Ollie missing the question and ended up winning herself a spot in the finals. Where she will join Jelana from yesterday and whoever wins tomorrow. I I tried to pronounce the name, but I'm not sure I got it right. I've I heard it slightly different, it seems like every time Ken said it and when Johnny announced it, and voiceover completely butchered it. So Madam, if you're listening to this, please, please, please forgive me. But I don't want to mess up your name. I live in horror of screwing up someone's name because I know how it feels to have your name screwed up routinely. Don't, don't get me started on the sheer amount of people who've messed up my middle name over the years. So, I don't like to do it to anybody else. This, this tournament has definitely been a roller coaster ride, and today's game was a prime example of that. Um, also an interesting little factoid, I saw my first recycled clue that I could identify as being recycled. I know a lot of them have been, but today was the first time I actually spotted one. And the only reason I spotted it was because it appeared in one of the Ken Jennings episodes that I was covering yesterday. And I recognized the clue. And I'm just like, well, that's funny. And there was a clue about FedEx on there today, and I had to laugh at that because, well, we all, I think, know by now what happened to Ken Jennings with, you know, FedEx and H&R Block and all of that. So it, it was kind of funny. But that was today's game in a nutshell. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this thing up with a reminder that Celebrity Jeopardy starts tomorrow, but I probably won't get to cover it until sometime Thursday. Also Thursday, I'm going to be late with getting this new stuff out because I have a meeting to go to. 
later in the evening, so things are gonna fall a little bit behind, but I'm doing what I, I'm doing my best. So with that being said, I just want to say good night. Thank you for tuning in. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.